we're going to talk about what to do about this. So, what are the benefits of eating enough protein? Uh, better sleep, less early morning waking, less fatigue, particularly in the afternoons, more energy, better and stable mood, decreased depression, anxiety, higher metabolism due to increased muscle mass, less frequent hunger. So one of the things that comes up is like, how much protein should I eat? Um, because, um, you know, there's just a lot of different information out there. And so uh, when I was first asking this question, how much should somebody eat, eat protein uh, in order to make neurotransmitters, I just looked up what the RDA says. And so this isn't, this isn't wacko, naturopath, too much protein. This is just what the RDA is recommending, so standard uh, amounts. And so I'm uh, at about 175 pounds, and so if we look at this chart, uh, I need to be getting 65 to 81 grams of protein in a day just to maintain my muscle mass. Uh, and so that means I have to pay attention because we're going to go through how do you know how much protein you're eating. There's a handout that you can now look at, which it has optimizing uh, your brain uh, using protein handout, um, or you can follow the slides, but I would look at the handout. And part of that is how to do this experiment, and I call it three days of eating ridiculous amounts of protein, because often when somebody is pre presenting to me with anxiety, they are having cereal for breakfast and a salad with a, a few vegetables on it and, and vinegar because they don't want to eat fat at, for lunch and then they're having a piece of meat for dinner um, and they're trying not to eat sugar throughout the day and they either eat sugar throughout the day or they do fine and then eat a half, half a carton of Ben & Jerry's ice cream right before they go to bed and feel awful about it. But part of why that happens is because when your blood sugar gets low throughout the day, which is what would happen with that, that particular meal sequence, there's hormones called leptin and ghrelin, which will increase, that will just demand that you eat large amounts of food right now. And so, so part of what we're doing with eating regularly is, uh, and protein regularly is stabilizing not only our glucose, but our hormones. So, you know, I kind of work through, on an individual level, I work through what's possible. This is often what happens. You can change this in lots of different ways. But it's nice to kind of just do three days, and this is kind of the experiment we're going to set up, three days where you eat protein every three or four hours and see how you feel. So let's go through the diet first and then we'll work on the handouts. So a typical way of doing this is one or two eggs for breakfast, some carbohydrate like a piece of toast. If you're already gluten-free, please do not add the toast back or do gluten-free toast. And then you want to get a little bit of fiber in. You can switch out different vegetables in there, but that this is one way of doing it. And it's kind of nice to just keep it simple. You don't have to do this for the rest of your life. This is just the plan for three days. Uh, and then three hours after breakfast, you want to have a handful of nuts or a spoon of nut butter or 
a spoon of cottage cheese. All of these have about six to eight grams of protein. We are not getting a full meal in. We are just saying, hey, here's some protein in order to make glucose, to maintain my blood glucose so I don't have to get the adrenaline hit. That's it. Then for lunch, we want to, if you're an omnivore, and I'm going to stay focused on omnivores because working uh, with vegetarians and vegans is really individualized. But for now, I'm just going to talk about as though people are omnivores. Um, and if you're a vegetarian or, or a vegan, you still want to get about 21 grams of protein for, for your protein source. But generally, that's a piece of meat the size of a deck of cards. And I don't care how you eat it. It could be a sandwich. It could be a wrap. Sometimes I just take a can of soup and I put a sausage link in it and call that good. Uh, or a burrito. And then you want one or two cups of veggies. The one or two cups of veggies is really for other health factors. I don't see it have a big immediate impact on brain uh, health or mental health or anxiety, but um, it does help with the nutrient-dense foods for depression. Uh, and then three hours later, you want another snack, which can be the handful of nuts, nut butter, cottage cheese. Uh, dinner is the same thing as lunch, uh, where you're getting meat the size of a deck of cards uh, and something else. And then if you're having the 3 a.m., nightmares, not hungry in the morning phenomenon, right before you go to bed, have a slice of turkey. Now, I know that people are like, oh, we're not supposed to eat right before bed. It's bad. It makes us gain weight and all these things. We're not having a meal. We're not having carbohydrates. We're just having a slice of turkey. Now, it doesn't have to be a slice of turkey. I'm just using turkey because it has a little more tryptophan in it that makes serotonin that makes melatonin, but having a slice of protein will go a long way. Any questions about just this, this program in terms of trying protein every three hours or so? Okay. The other tool that you want to have uh, for yourself as well as your clients is something called a lizard brain treat. And what a lizard brain treat is a box of juice and some nuts. And, uh, and I go to the, go, for those of you who have Trader Joe's nearby, they're great because they have little bags of nuts that you can keep in your office and little top boxes of juice. And if somebody comes into your office or you get yourself into a position where you're super anxious or you're about to have a panic attack or somebody comes in and they're like, this happened, this happened, oh my God, oh my God. You know, when that happens uh, for me as a doctor, I just get up and I hand them the top box of juice and I say, here, drink this. And they have, and I just listen and then they come down and, and then you, like their mind comes back, right? That emergent property, that bright mind comes back and they're like, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Now eat the nuts so that you don't become crazy again in a half hour. Um, it is also really helpful for the 3 a.m. waking piece because what happens is you get the adrenaline and you want the, the signal to go away as quickly as possible. And so just having like a quarter cup of fruit juice, we're not talking a lot of fruit juice. And the reason why it's fruit juice 
is that it needs to be quick glucose. If you're somebody who can't control uh, how much fruit juice you drink, there are other things that you can do. Uh, I have one patient who did those sort of sticks of honey and she would just like suck down a stick of honey and then she has this immediate hit of glucose to turn off the adrenaline to get the brain to be like, oh, it's sleepy time, we should not be like talking 100 miles an hour. Then you do a little bit of nuts so that you don't wake up in a half hour anxious again uh, and you go back to sleep. I have talked to a number of dentists who say that it's more important for you to get sleep than it is for you to get up and brush your teeth again. Any questions about lizard brain treats? So Kristen, a quarter, a quarter cup of nuts is about a handful. Would you say is that more or less what you're thinking of yeah. on the previous slide? You had a handful of nuts. It's, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a handful of nuts. Yeah. It's, it's like, depending on how big the nut is, seven to ten nuts. Mm -hmm. But don't count them. That's a little yep. too obsessive. <laughs>